Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 168. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bring awareness to your I am presence, which can only be perceived and known in this now moment. Only right now is real. This is day eight of our 44 day challenge. For those of you participating and bringing yourself to this space, good job. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me just for showing up. And as I bring myself to the space, I'm just here. I can sort of feel what we will discuss, but it's not a knowing. So I do feel guided to speak about the trust and the allowing aspect of our connection with God. And we would have to refer to episode 167, the previous episode. I was experiencing distrust while in the transmission because I was hearing myself say subconscious when we were focusing on the unconscious. And I immediately was going to stop recording and then re-record, but I felt an over-compelled feeling to trust and allow, to trust. And then as we continued in the transmission, me as your brother, Robin, I'm questioning Asiel about the reinterpretation of meditation. I'm basically in a inner argument with Asiel saying, you said we were going to focus on the unconscious, but I watched myself say subconscious. You said we were going to reinterpret meditation, and I don't know if we did that. So it was a very paradoxal, is this a word, like a paradox experience as I was experiencing the trust and totality of faith in God while also having the aspect of self that questions and doubts God. So I am curious with you to see what that was and why I was mentioning subconscious when we were told we were focusing on the unconscious and where was the reinterpretation of meditation. So <laughs> if you were confused or sort of wondering, maybe not, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking about it too much. Maybe I'm overthinking. Well for sure. For sure I'm overthinking. But maybe who knows? So let's take a deep breath. And we will get to the bottom of this. (laughs) I love you all. I hope you feel good. Yes. As we are simplifying all things, we would remind you, you already have this answer or the solution to this inquiry. We have addressed the idea that the subconscious might be the inner child, also might be the Christ, also might be the mediator. 
and in that role assigned, the subconscious is the gatekeeper. You cannot access your unconscious unless you go through the subconscious. Furthermore, if you are focusing on the unconscious, your subconscious will sort of stand in the way. This is what we would explain it like. Looks like if you are trying to enter a nightclub and there's a bouncer at the door who needs to check your identity before you enter the space. You cannot just walk right in past this bouncer, although you can see it from the outside. So your subconscious, as we are simplifying, now is the bouncer. It's the middleman, the mediator, that is, it thinks it is, and it is, it is, keeping you safe from intrusion or just a negative experience. It wants to keep you safe. So we did access your unconscious. We were sitting in the unconscious through the subconscious. And again, if you're focusing on the unconscious, you're creating resistance with you and your subconscious. So how did we access the unconscious? By not focusing on it at all and presenting our identity to the subconscious, which is the bouncer, which then let us enter the space or that vicinity. So we did access the unconscious. We were focused on the unconscious. But again, you can't do that unless to and through the subconscious. Does that clarify? In regards to the reinterpretation of meditation, answer stays the same. We would first want to clarify, meditation is, it's very simple, and on earth we have specifics in regards to what you or we may think meditation is or not. So how would you know you were meditating or we were reinterpreting it anyway? There are too many ideas or interpretation of what you call meditation. And mostly, as humanoids, we love you so much. As humanoids, you picture meditation as samadhi, which is to sit in lotus with your eyes closed, fingers in a mudra, focusing on your breath. That is a way to meditate, not the way to meditate. So we want to simplify all things and remind us meditation is any moment that you bring your awareness to the moment. And then after, there is the inquiry part, meaning, well, observation before inquiry, meaning as you are bringing awareness to the moment and you are focusing on the breath, the next step is to be the observer and then to watch the thoughts, feelings, and emotions rise and fall without attachment. However, depending what you are observing or feeling in this observation, the next step of meditation is inquiry, to ask questions. This is why in the meditation we said, what do you look like? What color are you? What color is the earth? What do these beings look like? What environment are you in? It's a question-answer interaction. So we did reinterpret meditation in real time as we were doing it. Do you see how aligned or beautiful, easy, harmonious, simple? If we're simplifying, do you see how easy that was? That we did the work that you were trying to do today? So 
in the occurrence that we were accessing the unconscious, we had to focus on the subconscious, and we did override, you might say, the five senses of our receiver because of this one, me or brother's perfectionistic tendencies. It has nothing to do with observation of others, but all things to do with the performance in self. It's not a coincidence. God made our receiver, me, your brother, a Leo rising Leo, and a performer, and someone who could use words in a way that might be perceived as charismatic or to grab your attention. We were designed this way. So anytime we are in the distortion of perfectionistic tendencies, we mean this in the most loving way. Me as your brother means this in the most loving way. It's not about you, boo. It's about me trying to be the best performer I can with God. Nothing to do with how I'm perceived or looked at or not by the viewers. My cup is full and filled in God. I love you so much, but you cannot fill my cup or take what's in it. So when we interact, it's an exchange of what's already in our cup. And since only God, source that I am, is responsible for filling my cup, I don't seek to the outpictured world to fill me up. I present myself already filled. So I was saying that so I can hear that. I was talking to myself because I needed that clarity. So in the idea that we would want to stop the recording and then re-record, we were also experiencing the lesson of trust and allow, which is essentially what this episode would be about. But we, me, your brother, had to experience the distrust. Otherwise, I'm not qualified to speak on it. So as I was in the transmission yesterday, I was experiencing distrust. And as I allowed God or Asiel or the I am, whatever you want to call it, to override my five senses, I went along with it anyway cringing in my physical body as a five sensorial being because I am a performer, a creative director, a choreographer, I am not not able to observe the mistakes I make. But again, it's not about you. It matters to me not how I'm seen or observed by the world. And all matters to me is how I see myself. I want to be the best I am I could be. And I'm learning. (laughs) I am. All I have to do is trust God. And when I say, I am, who are we talking about? You. You are already perfect. You are already whole. There's nothing that you can do to sharpen what you are. You are God's most favorite jewel. You are the pearl in God's eye. You are the jewel in God's heart. So we will discuss trust and allow. Yes. As we are discussing trust and allow, there's not much to discuss. If we are simplifying all things, this is what we would say. There is only one will here that will be done. That is the will of the one true God, the prime creator I am. That's it. And because we are fragmented and having our own individualized experience, we would add a lot more words to this. But again, if we keep it simple, there is one will here, the will of God, the I am, 
That's it. So if we can keep our awareness on this knowing that there is only one will here, may thy will be done, may thy will be done, may thy will be done. Why would you have a difficulty trusting and allowing? And we're not asking you to answer, we're asking you so we can tell you. You forgot your God, so you don't trust, you don't allow. You try to micromanage, you create division and separation between you and others or situations and things in being because in that moment you're forgetting only God is here. So when we discuss trust and allow, we would add this to it. It's none of your business. What does that mean? The five senses is not qualified to interfere with the will of the Creator. It is your role as the receptacles and the Christ, the children of the one true God, to receive the gifts of God and to have all trust and faith in the will of God, which is the only will that will be done here. So what are we really discussing when we say trust and allow? Trust yourself to allow yourself to see God in all situations and circumstances and people. You're not trusting yourself in your I am when you are noticing others or situations and things and beings who are not like God. In that moment, you're forgetting your Godness. You're forgetting your Christ itself. So as we discuss trust and allow, it is easier said than done, but it is so easy. It is so easy. Why is it so easy? It's so easy because of the only will here. Doesn't that seem logical to the five senses? It might make us say if we were in a physical vessel, thank God there's only one will here. Thank I am there's only one will that will be done. Now I don't have to take it upon myself to force or make things happen. I can follow and not lead. So what does follow not lead mean? To trust yourself as Christ. And what does that mean if we add to that? To trust all others are Christ. So if you are able to observe or perceive the brothers, sisters, beings, situations, or things that are in the absence of Christ, this is you recognizing your vessel needing more Christ within. Fill yourself up with Christ even more. What does this mean? Well, let's keep it simple. If Christ is unity, consciousness, and oneness, be so mindful that you are not perpetuating division and separation even though you think you are representing oneness. What, what does this word look like? This works. This word looks like... This word looks like self-righteousness. To proclaim that you are representing Christ and still perpetuating division and separation. Is this a problem? No. This is how you discover your Christ because you're not going to feel so good when you are perpetuating the division and separation while you are stepping into your Christ itself. And let's keep that simple. You cannot be in oneness and division and separation at the same time. It's that simple. And you are multidimensional. You can experience all realms of existence from this now moment, but your awareness would not be able to be fully focused in both vicinities. You cannot live in two worlds harmoniously, but you can do it. It just won't feel good. It won't feel good. So there is no work. We have removed this word. We are reminding us of the clear intention here to trust the will of God and allow yourself to perceive you as God, meaning notice when you're not trusting. 
Notice when you're trying to micromanage or lead, whatever that might be. We're speaking to our receiver and you. You are our receiver as well, but we are speaking directly to our receiver in this instance as we are calibrating our receiver to be prepared to stand in a very specific role that many of you are also going to be participating in. We cannot go further because we cannot interfere, but we are sure many of you can feel what's about to happen. So we want you to trust more and have more allowing. This means no resistance. And what does this mean? What is this? Brave hearts. No more judgment, brave hearts. No more judgment, brave hearts. Brave hearts. No more judgment. No more judgment is the absence of, of, of distrust. So when you are trusting and allowing, you have no more judgment. You know there is only one will here that will be done. The will of Prime Creator, the I Am. This is all we feel we can say about trust and allow. We want to keep it simple. And as our receiver, even today and yesterday, is experiencing the hesitation to allow ourselves to offer this transmission, we keep overriding the five senses because our receiver is allowing us to. It is trusting us to give its free will in totality to Prime Creator, the I Am, or from this perspective, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is when you start to know yourself as Christ and when you recognize that Spirit within all other beings. You are doing so good. We are so proud of all of you. The intentions that you are setting and holding are creating ripple effects throughout all of the cosmos. From where we are, planet Earth looks like a sparkler. And not just one. It looks like a box of sparklers that have 7.3 billion little sparklers in it and you're all sparking. There is more light on Earth today than there ever has been before. So trust in that. Trust in the will of the Creator. Remove yourself out of the micromanaging and the impulsive nature to try to determine the outcome of the flow. You are receptacles, and there is only one creator here. You are not the creator of your experience. You are the allower. You are allowing God to work through you in all ways now. Yes. So there's that. I really feel like Osiel, my I am or God, went off on me today. <laughs> um, so I needed that. I am always willing to call myself out and put myself out there in a vulnerable position so that I can remain in my service to others role. Now, this is what I do feel like clarifying for myself. I need to hear myself say this. As humanoids, we all do want to be calibrated into the role of service to self, service to others, and equilibrium. 
So there are instances when an observer might perceive me as being an ego in the role I am assigned by God. God made me this how I am. In the most loving way, I would rather not be in that position because it's caused me so much trauma and suffering. But as I am trusting God more, I am starting to dissolve the distortions and the projections of others when they see me in that role. It can be easily seen that I do receive from our interactions on TikTok or wherever we are interacting. But you have to remember, I'm coming to you with my cup already full. I get my source from Source God only, and I only present myself when I'm filled. Have you always heard me say my whole experience with you? I have to fill it. I have to fill it. That's when I know my cup is full, I'm learning. So I'm watching myself say this. There are beings on this earth who are completely service to self. You would call those beings narcissistic. You would call them non-empathetic, right? Now, what we are forgetting is you do want to be service to self while being service to others in equilibrium. You can see the beings, brothers, sisters, who are in totality service to self. That's okay. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is the role of God in that individual. Everything must be assigned. Every role needs to be filled. So we, me, your brother, represent a soul that is service to self, service to others in equilibrium. This is why we have the teach, teach, learn exchange. The Q&A is a teach, learn. So am I receiving from you, getting energy from you? Yes, that's called love. But you can't give me more love than I already have. You're only adding to the love of God that's already sustaining me. And I wish and intend the same for all of you. Fill your own cup. And don't let the confusion of others make you feel bad or as if you are self-righteous or an ego just because you like being of service in any way that you might be perceived as using ego. You should be using your ego. This is your vessel. Again, God did not make me how I am on an accident. I don't go into the depths about my star chart or birth chart because I'm not really into that. But based off what I know, God designed me to be in a position where I would gather a lot of people and then teach, learn, exchange. But if you are not familiar with filling your own cup, you're going to think I'm filling my cup up through you. I love you so much, you cannot fill my cup. My cup runneth over with the love of God only. And every time I present myself in a group setting, it is so that we can have a teach-learn exchange, so that we can exchange love with one another. And guess what, my brothers and sisters? My love is so full, and my cup is so full of the love of God, I have enough for all of us. So you can come to the space and take what you need, because my source is source, and your source is source too. And for whatever reason, we, me, and many like me, this group of volunteers, we came in with the knowingness of that, that only God is here. So fill your own cup so that you're not ex confused when you see yourself in a teach-learn exchange. You're not defensive. Oh, is that ego? Is he just getting energy from me? It's called love, boo, and my cup is already filled, so you can't give me anything that I don't already have through God.
and all that I had to say so I can hear it because be put in a position apparently where I will feel the projections and confusions of others because of the role God has assigned me. All I'm doing is trusting and allowing what God made me. And as I am doing that, I just know I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. Fill your cup through God. Only God can fill your cup. Fill your cup enough so that you have enough to give and share with others. Fill up your cup first and then bring yourself to space. Make sure your cup is running over so that you don't need your cup filled by another. And in that, you will find yourself in service to self, service to others, in perfect equilibrium. Yes. <laughs>